So before we get into episode 118, I got to leave a little small trigger warning here because on this episode that you guys are about to hear, I called up a good friend of mine, Solomon, and we had a conversation on a lot of things that pertain to women. And I know that when black men have these kind of conversations, we often get told that we hate women and the narrative, it gets spent into some bullshit. So if you if you feel that by two black men having a discussion on some topics that pertain to women, that it means we don't care, that it means we hate black women, that it means we hate our mama, our sister, our cousin, and every fucking female we've ever met in our life, this may not be the episode for you. But now that we got that out the way, yes, sir. Again, before I play the episode, man, it's it's one thing I want to talk about. Now, you guys probably seen it. There was a story... Um, I believe this happened in California, I believe. Not 100% sure. And there was a black guy. Well, there, were, there were multiple black men. They tried to rob a liquor store. And the owner in the store was about 80 fucking years old. And he shot the motherfucker arm off. Uh, let's clap it up for this nigga. Because when I tell you, man, if it's one thing I hate the most, I hate criminals. I hate motherfuckers that just wake up, don't got a fucking life, don't go to a fucking job, and they whole fucking day is waking up and going to look for somebody to rob. So anytime the criminal can kind of get that, get that payback, and you get shot in your fucking arm immediately, I love it. And I love it because we see so many times where the criminal goes in, you know, they kill the store clerk, the criminal goes in, and they just go down this reign of terror. So when you see a store owner finally get that get back, it ain't much we can do. Now, before I dive into the episode, man, I want to play for you guys the quick story so you can hear this motherfucker scream. He shot my arm off. Again, this story is from Inside Edition. The liquor store owner, about 80 years old, shoots an armed robber with a shotgun. Now, he did an interview after. He said, you know, when they pulled up, they parked in the parking spot that was in the corner. That was red flag number one. Because it's late at night and you're not going to park in the front and you're going to park in the corner. So he said, I was already on alert. He said, I seen him get out the car with a mask on with the gun. So in the video, you see the guy, the 80 year old man, he grabbed the shotgun. He's like, he already got the shit propped up. So soon as the criminal came in, motherfuckers, the hands in the air, hands in the air. Bow! Shot this nigga right back to the car. Well, let's play this little clip on Inside Edition. So after this, we could dive into the episode, man. It's a brazen robbery. A suspect walks into a liquor store armed with an assault rifle. But the store owner is ready. Even though he's 80 years old, he has the reflexes of a teenager and opens fire. The suspect entered the liquor store in the dead of night here in the small town of Norco, California, about 50 miles east of Los Angeles. After a recent uptick in robberies in the area, the owner installed high-tech security cameras around the perimeter of the property. When the suspects pulled up to the store, the owner was watching them on his monitor, ready to defend his business. The suspect goes running, screaming for his life. The getaway car peels out as one suspect struggles to get in the passenger side. Meanwhile, 80-year-old Craig Cope stands guard with his rifle in hand in case any trouble comes back. 
A short time later, he reportedly suffered a heart attack from the ordeal. He was rushed to the hospital, but is going to be okay. Tamara Gibbons says her boss is a hero. I'm glad that they caught the guys, and I'm glad Craig shot him. I mean, he's a local hero, you know, especially, you know, he's 80 years old. One more time for my guy, Craig. You should have shot both that nigga's arms off. Like I said, man, before we get into the episode, man, any one of you guys out there, man, if you're living a life of crime, just go get a fucking job. I know times is hard. It's hard for everybody. During COVID, a lot of motherfuckers couldn't work. Post-COVID, inflation. Like, I went in the store the other day, right? It's a bag of French fries I used to always buy to put in the air fryer. Pre-COVID, the bag of French fries was like $3.90. I went to buy the bag the other week at, at fucking Publix. The bag went from three ninety to six ninety. That's a three dollar jump on a bag of fucking French fries. Now I bought the bag like a dumbass. Inside the bag, it's more air inside the bag, so you get less fries. It's like when you when you was a teenager and you buy a fucking bag of chips, a bag of Doritos, and you open the bag and most of the bag is air. It's some bullshit, man. But still, we gotta go up. We gotta. Go work a fucking job, man. Find alternative, positive ways to make money. Stop going robbing somebody else who's working hard to provide for their fucking family. Because you might get your arm shot the fuck off. But, again, you guys out there, man, who stayed locked in, stay supporting the LCP podcast. My cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. Like, repost the podcast on any one of your favorite social media platforms. Let's dive into the episode which features my good friend, my guy, Solomon Crawford. We had some great discussions, some great conversation. And again, if you are sensitive, if you feel like this may trigger you, you just might want to skip this episode. But let's dive into the episode right now. My guy, Solomon Crawford, he stepped in and he showed out. Let's go. that lunchroom chatter podcast you know where you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up this that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star but you can't because you come too quick so you gotta eat the pussy for 95 minutes mmm that kind of shit this that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat but you can't because you live with your mama and she busts in the room and say bitch get the fuck up Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? It's that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Shadow Podcast, baby. Yes, sir. Whew. Now, y'all know normally when it comes to an episode, I am excited, but I am extra excited this episode because I got my guy. I got my my brother, man. I got Solomon, the goat Sully, on the podcast this episode. Yes, sir. Now, I met this brother, man, back when I worked at Georgia Southern University. I went to school. I graduated, and I I believe ah, it's been so fucking long ago, maybe 2013, 2014, I graduated. I met him when I worked in a bookstore, man. He always keep it real. He keep it 100. Now, um, I asked the question last week on Instagram. Regarding something you want to see more of on that LCP, on that Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Brand new LCP. And a lot of you guys said, we want to hit a men. 
we want to hear the opinions, the advice, or even the thoughts of some good men. Now, I don't know if he would classify as a good man, but he a man, and we're going to keep it 100, and we're going to call up the brother Solomon in this episode. We're going to have a, a fun, entertaining, but the discussion might be a little toxic. So if you don't like toxic behavior, you might as well scoot your ass out now. But one more time, we're going to clap it up. Let's call up the brother Solomon right now. See if you pick up the phone. Come on, man. Hello. Yo, yo, you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, we're going to clap it up for the man Solomon. Man. Now, you know, first of all, I'm a black man. You a black man. Now, you know, I got to ask, man, how's your mental health? Like, we know you moved out there to Japan. I don't know why you in Japan, but how's your mental health and everything going on out there, man? Well, look, first of all, your boy's sad as fuck right now because I got to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you coming home. When you coming back home? Yeah, I'll be back on the 26th this month. Why you sound sad, bro? You should be happy to come back to the ATL, man. I don't know why you in Japan, man. I know there ain't no black girls out there. Yeah, it ain't no black girls out here, but it's some Japanese ones, though. Like, I've never been to Japan. Now, you know, when I watch TV, like, when I see Japanese women, they all got flat asses. Like, do they got flat asses or, like, some out there, like, actually look good? Uh, yeah, man. Like, as far as the legs go, they got long legs and shit, but they, they ain't got no ass out here. So, uh, <laughs> this, this ain't the place it comes to if you're looking for the fat ass and the BBL and shit. They ain't got that. <laughs> Now, hold on, man. Now, I asked a question on Instagram last week, something that women wanted to see more of, and they said that they wanted to see the the opinions of more men. So they sent in a couple questions. Now, like, when it comes to the word hoe, like, people always throw the word you a hoe around so easily, but, like, what does a woman have to do or show you to, to it in your mind? Yeah, she a hoe. Ah, man, that's kind of that's kind of difficult for me because, like, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty open-minded as far as, like, the type of sexual shit women be up to mm-hmm. and, and like and how and how I feel about it, how I interpret it. So I guess if she is a hoe in my mind, it means she probably cheating like left and right. Uh, but as far as her being single and fucking a whole bunch of guys, I, that that wouldn't really make her a hoe to me. She's really? only a hoe if she cheating on her man. Yeah, that, that, that's it. <laughs> now nah, hold on, because you know now we went to college the same time at Georgia Southern. Okay, so like let, let's say for example. Like somebody that we work with at the bookstore, like let, let's make up a name, Tisha. So if there was a girl named Tisha at the job we had, and she fucked every dude inside the store, including the staff in the back, that'll make her a hoe to you? <laughs> not the staff in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, not a hoe. No, I don't think I would call her a hoe because it's like if, I, if I'm thinking about it like that, say 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 we got twenty niggas work at the store, so she don't fuck twenty. <laughs> Hell, I don't fuck more bitches than that. So, <laughs> yeah, she's she not the older me in, in that sense. Should she be a little bit more mindful of, hey, you might not want to fuck every nigga at the job? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, sure. I, I still wouldn't call her a hold up. Ain't none of my business unless I'm fucking. I mean, you're right, but when it comes to that, it's a double standard. Now, somebody sent in a question that I don't know exactly how to ask this, but the question they said, okay. So they, they want to hear from a black man. So like, let's say, for example, you're in a relationship, you married or whatever, and the girl tells you, you know what, I really enjoy fucking my man with a strap. Is that something you would do, or is that like, bitch, please? Like, it's, that's off limits. Now, you know, I guess crazy thing, a I, 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 number of women have said some slick shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> to, me to you? 
they'll talk about them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, my ex-boyfriend used to let me peg him. I'm like, well, that's his fucking ex-boyfriend. Like, <laughs> oh, well, and, and look, they always jump to the defense. Well, he's not gay. That's just what he yeah. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's him. That don't mean I got to do it. Is that gay to you, though? Like, like, does that make I, a man gay to you? If a, if a woman is doing that, I, I wouldn't say that it makes them gay, per se. Uh, but it does... It, it maybe it potentially opens up the door. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. But like, if, if it's only a woman doing that, maybe he's not gay. He just, he just a little strange. <laughs> I mean, now when it comes to that, is that is, like, is that something I would probably do? It's just like, like I just can't see myself, you know, just like arching my ass and just letting that happen. That's why I can't do it. You got to be super comfortable with somebody to even allow yourself to be in a position that's like that vulnerable. Like that, like you, like you just can't do that with some random ass girl that you meet in the store. That got to be with like, like, like your, your main one, your number one. If you even going to do something like that, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I see you. And then it boils down to would would your main girl even want a man? (laughs) 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 That's going to be too disaster. Like, I don't know. Hey, maybe maybe so. In the past, um, like with, with the next question, like like I've had this happen to me in the past, and like I was kind of lost on exactly how to approach the woman. But if you had a woman, like let's say for example, it's the first time you're meeting her, you' about to go down, and the pussy stink. So like like how do you tell her? I guess in a polite way that like, like bitch, like your pussy stink, but in, in like a way that's more polite to where it don't hurt her feelings. Like like how would you tell her? You go down, you take her pants off, and like the shit just stank. Like, what would you tell her? Uh, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, like, I probably wouldn't be polite at that point. Because a nigga, <laughs> I'll probably be a little bit too damn mad. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga ready to fucking shit, taking the pants off, and then, bam. Would you still smash? Hell that... no. But like, why? Nigga, nigga be, you would. You would still smash. Up. You would still smash at no, that point. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, let me tell you a story. About some similar shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I was staying at the Whitney uh, in Buckhead. Shit, I had the chick come over and shit. Uh, so, you know, we making out and shit and start fucking. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't go down on it. So I ain't know the shit smelled or not. But, uh, of course, it didn't take me too long once I put the dick in and realized the shit was like, <laughs> So I just fucking stopped. <laughs> you stop, but 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 to me, like that, like that's difficult because even if it stank, it's like 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 once you you go past beyond like a certain threshold. To me, like like I'm gonna want to get my nut at that point. I'm not gonna want to stop mid sex and just leave the room with blue balls. I can't, I can't, nigga. I ain't gonna have no blue balls. That shit stank. <laughs> you know, this is one shit I always used to hate, bro. A bitch work all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Sweat and shit. And then the moment she get off work, what the fuck she do? Yeah. Hey, can I come over? Bitch, go home, take a fucking shower first. (laughs) Hey, what the fuck you mean you coming over right after work? I mean, but sometimes she might want it. Like, if that's your number one and she at work all day and she thinking about Solomon, it's like when she get off, she might not have time to go home and take a shower. She like she might just want to get off and get the dick right away. Well, she, if that's the case, she can shower at my place. But the last thing she's about to do is get her funky ass full of work in my fucking bed. And she ain't no, no, sir. I don't even do that. I, get, I, I come home from work, take a shower. And especially in this heat, bro. It's like you think you're about to be working all day in Georgia or Japan for that matter because it's just as hot and you just come in. Fuck, oh, hell no. <laughs> 
Oh no! See, see, this is why I want to call you up because, like, you being honest, you keeping it real. So I know I can ask you this, this next question. Okay, so could you date somebody who who used to fuck you, like your best friend, your homeboy? Like you find out as soon as you guys get together that she used to fuck your homeboy because I had this happen to me in the past, and it's like, like I kind of stayed in a situation and I toughed it out. But I was younger; I was like twenty, twenty one. You know, back then I was more. Less mature and it was tough for me to deal with So now at your current age Could you enter into a serious Relationship with somebody Who used to fuck your best friend your homeboy I see my, my best Friend uh, I mean somebody That, that like, like you talk to this dude You you know y'all hang out y'all drink together Y'all play PS5 And all that I mean that That type of dude uh, it, and I guess maybe it depends on the relationship. Like, was they like dating, or maybe were they just like fucking? Now, let's say for example, they wasn't dating, but they was fucking for like a year, a year straight. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 that's too long. That's too long. <laughs> nah, What's the cutoff point? The cutoff point for it to be okay? Uh, I don't even know, man. Maybe like a month or two, and maybe, and I ain't talking like thirty Damn. days straight. I mean, Go fuck the nigga maybe twice that month, twice this month, and that was it. It's like ah, I mean, see, see, let me go, let me go holler at him and see how he's feeling. <laughs> no, but that might be too long because, like, like I said, maybe it's just me. But like, if I find out that somebody I'm, I'm talking to or somebody I'm with used to fuck my homeboy, like, like, like my mind is just gonna go to like she was on her knees, he was nothing in her face. Like that's where my mind gonna go. To yeah, about she was doing that to somebody anyway. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know, no, you're right, but she was doing it to somebody I didn't know. But the fact that it was my homeboy, because you're right, like, like that happens regardless. But it, like, if it's guys I don't know, I don't care what she was doing. But if it's like my homeboy, somebody who I'm close to, to me that kind of changes up the dynamic as opposed to being a stranger. I feel you, man. I feel you. I guess in my mind, it's. The way I've always sort of looked at it is I ain't the first nigga. I ain't going to be the last. And so I guess that, that applies to my friends. That applies to where the figures on the street. You don't think you're so going to be the last? last? Like if you marry somebody? Or are you talking about just regular in yeah, general? I, maybe if I marry one, I guess. But it's, from my experience so far, nigga ain't the first nigga. <laughs> Wait, so when, hold on. So when you say that, you mean that you've been in relationships. Well, well, we all have had a cheater. But you're saying that that you've dated women and like you've been cheated on before. Oh, every, every time I've been in a relationship, I've been cheated on. How'd every you time. How'd you find out? Did you go through the phone or like did she just like did she slip up just doing some stupid shit? Slip up doing some stupid shit. Like like I ain't gonna never go through nobody's phone because I don't want nobody going through mine. You ain't never go through a phone. I did that. No, nah. I did that early college years. After that, never again. Like I went through the phone. I found like ten dicks in the phone. Like that shit hurt oh, yeah. my heart. After that, because that's tough. You know, it's tough to deal with. Because, like, if you think it, it's different from like actually seeing it, like with your own eyes. After mm-hmm. that, never again. I could never go through a woman's phone in my life. That that shit painful. Yeah, don't do it, bro. So I be telling my friends, don't go through that girl's phone. If you're looking for something to be mad at, you are gonna damn sure find it in the phone. So just leave that shit alone. It's like so, it's like. If you're really mad about the shit, I say just either go ahead and leave or just or at least talk about the shit, Brad. But like if you if you at the point where you gotta go through the phone, I feel like you you know something's up. I mean, but I feel like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, you kinda right, because like if you get to the point where it's like you're already thinking that somebody cheating on you, it's kinda tough to really get those thoughts out of your head. But now this kind of goes back to the other question. Like, like, does body count matter? Like if you meet somebody and like, you know, 
I mean, it kind of do or kind of don't. But if you find out that before you, she has sex, let's say she give you a number, 150 men. Like, would that number stop you from talking to her or would you just see it as that's her past? Um, I'm, and I'm getting this information right off the jump. Like, day one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you meet a girl, Tasha. Y'all on the first date, you know, she asks you, you know, Solomon, like, what's your body count? And you tell her a number, let's say you say nine. And then, of course, you know, she asks you, so now you ask the same thing back. And she said, yeah, you know, back in my days, I used to have fun. I used to do this. So I say about 150. And, and first date, <laughs> she up front, she honest, she ain't bullshitting you. Like, would you still continue talking to her if she tell you, I done fucked 150 men and I'm 25 years old? I guess that if the next thing to come out of her mouth is, and I got tested and I know I don't have anything, <laughs> then like, like that's, that's my thing. Like, if we're talking about sex on the first date, that's already a red flag. Mm-hmm. It's just something I don't want to talk about on the first date. That's yeah. why I asked. But, like, I've been in a relationship before with a woman who, for example, used to go to the sex club in Atlanta to pee. Right? Uh, and the body count is close to what you were saying, not 150. There's a sex club here in Atlanta? Where you go and, like, you oh, fuck? You, like, you have sex sex? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like a, it's a swingers club. Oh, swingers. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know about that. Okay. Yeah. Then, you know, they got that other one, Tokyo Valentino, but we ain't going to get in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, yes. I mean, she used to hit these spots. And, I mean, body count was up there, bro, like 100. Damn. I mean, I, I still dated her. You know, she was clean, so shit. Yeah. You say she was clean now before you guys have sex. Like, did you get tested together? Because, like, I always talk about on social media that I think everybody, black, white, Japanese, whoever, should get tested before they have sex with somebody. But now you know that that's not what happens a lot of the time. So did you get tested with her beforehand or did you just believe her that she was clean off the jump? Now, it wasn't always this way because at one point in time, especially like college. Oh, yeah, college is different. Yeah. But now, nowadays, oh no, you, you got to get tested. Like it's, it's just too much shit going on. And yeah, they get mad. A lot of them feel like you calling them a hoe mm-hmm. and shit like that. But it's like, nothing to do with that. Goddamn, I could care less what you damn say. I want to see what the doctor says. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what the damn medical professional says before I make that decision. You ain't lying because when I first came to Georgia, I was at Georgia Southern. I was talking to this one girl, the first girl who you know who I like when I got there. And I told her, I said, hey, let's get tested. And she was like, well, you know, me and you just met, you know, just that that she thinks it's a bad, that it sets a bad precedent for me to not trust her from the beginning. But I'm like, bitch, I don't know you. Like, I don't know if if nothing you're saying is true. I don't. So you're right. It's like that that often happens in regards to women thinking that you're calling them a hoe when you're simply trying to be safe. Because when you ask somebody what's their body count, you know people lie. There should be 200 yeah. and they tell you six. And you're like, you know it ain't six. <laughs> because you know it don't be six by, by how they move, you know, when they single. You know it ain't I'm just six dicks. That's it. And it's like, you be like, I don't even ask like what a woman's body count is. Like, nah, me either. I, I don't like, want to know. I can't know. No. Like, you can look at the Instagram and shit. You can see the type of shit she posts. You can check her to me. <laughs> like, it's like, like bruh. You know the shit ain't three motherfuckers. It's the only thing the bitch talk about is sex, posting these half naked ass pictures. Like, come on, somebody fucking. <laughs> and it's like, to me, that's okay though, because I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna come over here and lie like women like that. <laughs> wait, <laughs> but, wait, wait, wait. You like women that just get fucked by anybody? Wait, what you mean? Hey, man, hey, man, they fun. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you can have sex and be sex, damn it. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sex 
like twenty six open, mm-hmm. but again, I, I want the test. Like I'm just not fucking anybody. I want I want the test. Okay, now okay, now now that makes sense. Now now when it comes to sex, do you think foreplay matters before you have sex? Now now I'm talking about if you just meet somebody today. So it's it's like not nobody that you're dating. Do you think foreplay matters or like you just trying to fuck? Like you just trying to get straight to the point. Well, see, I tell you right now, you ain't fucking no Japanese woman without no foreplay. Really? So, <laughs> foreplay that, so that's what is, they like. They like the foreplay. Yeah, foreplay is ninety percent of the sex out here. Like with, like, say, a Japanese woman gonna have sex with a Japanese man, they're expecting like ninety percent of that sex to be now, foreplay. Now, when you say foreplay, you mean going down, or like, is it like some some different kind of Japanese foreplay that they do out there? <laughs> Uh, you know, eating the pussy, fingering, eat the ass. You know, maybe put the magic wand on the shit, the rose, use the toys, and then they fuck. <laughs> you got no problem with eating ass at all? None. Yeah, I like eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, now, now, what you saying that now? Have you ever ate some ass and the ass was dirty, like the ass wasn't wiped, or like have you? Has it only been like clean ass? It's only been clean ass. Like I said, I ain't fucking no bitch that's not that's not showered. <laughs> Like so, get it there. Then we can have some fucking fun. But if you want me to come over here and eat some crusty ass, like coming <laughs> down like that, I'm like, I feel like for you it didn't happen yet. But I feel like you're gonna have that day when, like, you just so horny with you probably gonna eat some crusty ass. It probably hasn't happened yet, but it happens to every single man out here. Where you just so horny, the pussy could be dirty, the ass not wiped. Like I feel like we all give in. During our weakest moments, at least in some shape or form. <laughs> Crazy as hell. Now, I guess I, I've had sex without a woman's shower for, like, for example, I like the camping shit. So there have been times that I've taken a woman camping with me. So, I mean, we've been outside all day and shit, right? Oh, so you so had the fuck- musty sex, the musty <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah, so, so we don't fuck like that before. Uh, but even then, still, we ain't too far away from fucking some type of water. So it's like, God damn it, there's a shower here. You know, like, like go, go clean yourself up. Yeah. I do understand. Sometimes you just horny. You got some ass here. You fuck it. But I got to mm-hmm. be honest, like, if, if I'm that horny, I'm probably not mad. No, I'm probably just trying to fuck. <laughs> you get straight to it. <laughs> you get straight to it. Now, the last thing I got on here, man. Now, I always talk about, you know, because you know when it comes to Instagram, like women have so many crutches, so many things that they can do to kind of enhance their beauty. You know, like a lot of women take pictures from the neck up if they fat. So like, like how would you tell a woman that you are with that she is gaining too much weight and that it's time to lose weight? Like, bitch, you getting too big. But how do you say it in a way to, I guess, to not kill a woman's confidence? Because, you know, a woman's confidence, like that's damn near like her crown jewel. So how do you tell a woman, look, bitch, you you gaining too much weight. You should lose ah. weight, but to not crush her self-esteem in the process. Oh, boy. Muzakashi, that's, that's Japanese, but very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. That's tough, man. I still don't have an answer to it because, like, my uh, an, ex, an ex-girlfriend of mine while we were dating, when I first met her, oh, my gosh, she's Slim Jim. Like, I, I like cute women. I don't really care for sexy women. Sexy mm-hmm. cool, but I like cute women. Yeah. Nice, petite, pretty face, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on into the relationship, she just she did start gaining weight. And I really didn't know how to say this shit is unattractive. Uh, but she could tell. She gained weight like, where? Like like in her thighs or like the stomach? And she, like, like Was she getting thick or was well, she getting her, fat? Her, her, her now, it, it was somewhat proportional. Like she, she did get some ass and some legs, but she got some stomach as well. 
Okay, so she uh, got fat, and, basically. Yeah, it was, she didn't get fat. Like, I think if most niggas thought they wouldn't consider fat, but, like, I'm pretty picky. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was obviously weight that I didn't like. And yeah. She could tell I didn't like it. And I felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> like, she could tell I didn't like the shit. So, I, I haven't really figured out how to say it politely. Uh, but So, what did you say? Like, did you say it in a rude way? Like, how did you even uh, start that conversation with, oh, you just skipped the conversation? Yeah, I just skipped the conversation. It's just like, you know, a nigga wasn't really trying to have sex that often. You know, like, we're trying to cuddle this shit. Like I said, I felt like, I, I felt bad. Like, she got non-cuddable type fat? Well, you ain't even want to cuddle with the bitch. Like I said, bro, like, I'm, I'm, I'm picky. I shouldn't be that bitch, but... <laughs> Nah, but if you get like, that fat I, I, where you don't even want to get cuddled with, God damn. But just, to me, it just it's, that's just laziness. Like, it, when I know your schedule, mm-hmm. like, I know you work. I work too, right? And I work twice twice as long as your ass do. Like, mm-hmm. like, where is the time for the fucking gym? Like, why why are you sitting back eating pizza all fucking day <laughs> when you know, for starters, you, like, you lactose tolerant. You can't fucking eat, you can't fucking eat cheese and drink milk like that. Like, why the fuck are you drinking beer and wine in the middle of the fucking night? Like, see, that's my thing, bro. It is like, mm. I, I get so turned off by this shit. And it's not necessarily the fatness. It's, it's the laziness. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know that your body is changing, but yet you're not doing anything about it. And I'm not the nicest nigga in the world when it comes to words sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I just shut the fuck up. But, but she was able to tell. And I did feel bad about that. Because, like, you know, I, I obviously still cared about her, yeah. you know. I don't want her to know that a nigga don't want to touch her, but that, that was how I was feeling. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that happened. <laughs> I mean, now, like I said, man, like that's, that's why I had to call you up because like I've had conversations on, on the podcast with men before, but most of them never came out because they came on. They ain't keep it honest. You know, a lot of times guys, they don't know how to loosen up and just have the conversations. Like how you said, when it comes to eating ass, like you don't care. But I've had the conversation with men before, and they're like, "Nope, I would not. Nah, I, I would never do that shit, nigga." And I'm like, "Bro, like you could relax." And probably ate some ass before the podcast. You ain't lying. That's why I said, man. Like I had to call you up. Wait, what time is it? Where you at? It is eight in the morning. Damn, that, that time Monday, difference is Monday. like that. Um. Oh, so you a day? It's seven o two p.m. here, Sunday. God yeah. damn. But like I said, I mean, that's why I had to call you up to get your opinion because I knew you was going to come on. I knew you was going to keep it honest, be entertaining, man. So I, I want to clap it up, man. And, like, I appreciate you for even taking the time out. You you, you a day ahead, 8 o'clock in the morning, waking up for even stepping on the podcast, man. I, I appreciate that, man, for real. Hey, bro, I appreciate you, man. Boy, John, boy, lunchroom, chatter pod, said, come on, I had to make some time, man. Hey, appreciate that, man. Be safe, man. I hit you back. All right, though. All right, peace out. One more time for my guy, Solomon, man. That's why I said I had to get him on the podcast, man, because I knew he was going to come on. He was going to be honest. We was going to have some real, some raw conversation. He was going to keep it a honey. Like I said, man, in the past, I've had men on the podcast, but I had to scrap the whole fucking episode because they came on. They wasn't honest. They wasn't giving me the real. They was acting as if I was... As if I was somebody who they had to kind of hold their guard up against, but you don't. When you come on that podcast, y'all know this is that. Brand new LCP. So when you step on here, be honest, be raw, keep it a hundred. 
Because that's how we're going to get the best conversations. We're going to get the most entertaining topics, some great responses when you come on here and you keep it a hundred. So you guys, man, who came out here, man, who stayed tuned in, who stayed locked into that. Brand new LCP. I appreciate you guys, man. Like I said, this episode was off the cuff. I ain't really have much down to talk about. But like when you get two people on the phone, when you have a conversation with somebody who you know going to keep it a hundred, it's easy to kind of kind of piggyback off each other and have some good, honest, fun dialogue, man. And again, next week and the week after, I got the men stopping by for some more conversation, man. I got my guy Patrick Lamont, actor Patrick Lamont. You guys probably seen him recently in the Amazon movie Emergency. He's stopping by the podcast later this month to talk about his acting career. You know, um, the struggles as well as the positives of being an actor and just trying to make shit happen. Now, that's a guy I respect 100 percent because he had it. Now, I live in Atlanta. He lives in Atlanta. He had a gig the other week in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah is about three, four hours away from Atlanta. Now, he don't got a car. He tried to get a ride to Savannah so he could film a gig that he had booked up. Couldn't get a ride. This motherfucker got up. Went to Greyhound, took the Greyhound bus four hours to Savannah, filmed what he had to film, took the Greyhound bus back, and still went to work. That's a hard-working motherfucker, man. So we're going to have a conversation about that, and we're going to keep it a 100, because it's things I want to know. A lot of you guys see um, some actors, actresses, even musicians, and you guys think that because they, uh, they have been in this movie with this person, that they are on a certain um, financial tax bracket. But a lot of that shit is bullshit. And we're going to talk about that with my guy Patrick Lamont. So you guys stay tuned in. Make sure you guys keep sharing the podcast. Share the podcast on your favorite social media platform. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, anywhere, man. I'm an indie podcaster. I create these episodes by myself. So when you guys share the podcast, share the episodes, it keeps allowing for these conversations to continue at rapid pace. Again, if you guys want to support my cash app, it's dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can click the link in any episode podcast description and become a monthly supporter for $1, $5, or $9.99 a month. So you guys who stay tuned in, who stay locked in, one more time for the hand clap for you guys, man. And to you guys who stay tuned in, who locked in, y'all know what time it is. This is that Brand new LCP. Whoo, we out this bitch. Stay tuned in. Tell your friend, tell your mama, tell your auntie, tell your cousin, tell your side hoe, tell your sneaky link that this is that. Brand new LCP.